So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. So glad you're here. Hope you're having a great day. I just got off the phone with a um, potential client, and they were very confused about nutritious eating. And this is not an uncommon thing in my world, for sure. And I think this happens because of all the information available to us. It's hard to sort through what is actually accurate. And this really pertains to carbohydrates. I think carbs have been the most villainized um, component of our diets ever. And I think that it's really an unfair label. Um, you know, they, I hear of good carbs and bad carbs, and just, um, I think people avoid them at all costs. And I think that honestly, they're missing out on some really good vitamins and nutrients and pleasure with their food in their food by not eating carbohydrates. And when I dig a little deeper, I realized that this they just don't know what they're talking about as far as a carbohydrate goes. So they, when I dig deeper, they tell me that, you know, carbs are rice, um, you know, uh, bread and pasta. Those are the typical things that come out. And it's true. Those are carbohydrates and they range where some are more nutritious than others, but what they fail to realize that there's other carbohydrates as well. Um, you know, fruits and, and vegetables and beans, all those things are carbohydrates. So I want you to think of this as a spectrum and just really realize that there's probably a place in your eating pattern in your diet for carbohydrates. Our body loves carbohydrates. It runs well on them. Um, it provides fuel for our brain and for our muscles and the things we need to really live. And so it's really about not cutting carbs out completely, but just choosing um, carbs that are going to fuel your body well. And so I want, there's a couple of myths around carbohydrates that I thought it would be really helpful to kind of dispel so that you can make a, a good decision rather than just completely go low carb and, and not eat them. You know, I want you to realize that, you know, they're not all created equal. And we want to include them in our diets. They bring a lot of healthy things, a lot of nutrients and fiber if they're intact. And we'll talk about that, um, that you you want. Okay. So I think sometimes people forget that, you know, these other food items are carbs and they just focus on the grains and even, even grains, you know, don't need to be villainized. I think there is some really 
positive things about eating grains that I want you to know about and make good choices about. So the first myth is that carbs are bad for you. And, you know, carbohydrates are not a food group. Uh, there are carbs in almost everything we eat. So that should be an indicator of how important they are to our bodies. Um, you know, things wouldn't be designed that way if there wasn't a purpose for it. You know, we run mainly on carbohydrates. Our brain runs on carbohydrates, you know, carbohydrates that are broken down, okay, to glucose. So everything gets broken down in your body. And so just know that, you know, every, you know, there's carbs in everything um, that we eat, vegetables, fruits, beans, and rice. Uh, but some carbohydrates are stripped or, you know, refined, uh, while others are left completely intact. And that's when you talk about the whole carbohydrates. And those intact carbs are the most nutritious foods for both your brain and your body. They really are. So let's talk about what that looks like. So an intact carb, also known as a whole carbohydrate, um, hasn't had its fiber stripped away uh, um, in a, some sort of industrial process. Uh, for example, vegetables, beans, fruits, whole grains are all intact carbs in their whole form. Okay. And so you think about it, you take um, whole grain and you turn it into flour, very different, right? It's taken all the, it's grounded up, taking all the fiber out. If, if you're eating a white flour, a fruit, you process it into fruit juice. What's missing? The fiber's missing. So I just want you to see they're both carbohydrates, but they are not the same and your body doesn't react to them the same. And so you know, having that fiber is really important uh, because fiber slows the absorption of glucose, also known as sugar, uh, in the blood. Okay, that and that's a really key fact, regardless of whether you have diabetes or not. We want all of us want that. Okay, we don't want huge spikes um, in our blood sugar. Uh, more and more research is coming out about that, about how even it's hard on our hearts. Okay, and so just know that even those of us that don't have type 2 diabetes need to be aware of this. Um, so then you have, that's sort of your intact carb. So then what about these stripped or refined carbohydrates? Um, and those are really the exact opposite of, on this end of the spectrum, the intact carb, right? Um, and it really acts the opposite in the body too. And so stripped carbs are those um, that are, you know, wheat, corn, rice, um, that are probably used and, and then, you know, used to grind down into wheat, uh, white flour, table sugar. I think of a sugar beet. Now you put it into, a, you know, or sugar cane, it's pretty whole, and you grind it down into refined sugar. Um, you've, you change the consistency of it greatly and you can consume so much more of it in that refined state. And so that's where the overconsumption of these things start to happen. Um, you know, even some of these strip carbs are like cornstarch, corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup, white rice. You know, white rice has had the outer portion removed. It has most of the fiber in it. And so, you know, it's changed the consistency and how it reacts in your body. So, you know, without that fiber to really slow down this glucose absorption, uh, those stripped or refined carbs trigger 
a more pronounced insulin release um, to carry the sugars into our cells. And that's what we want to avoid. So the, the difference, I guess you would say in a nutshell is between the two, between the intact refined and the, um, I mean, the intact um, whole and then the stripped carbs, the more refined carbs is that, you know, those stripped carbs, think of them just as stripped of everything good and they release sugar really quick. Um, and they can't sustain energy or provide lasting fuel for the brain while these intact carbs that are whole, um, they have the fiber content that really slows digestion and sugar release. So it's a more lasting energy for your brain and your body. It's a more lasting fuel. And that's what we want. That's really what we're going for. The second myth is that carbs make people fat. As simple as that. And unfortunately, this myth has been so widely told that most people believe it. Um, and they believe that all they have to do is cut back on pasta or eliminate bread and they'll be magically thin. And this is what I hear over and over again. And I would add even add potatoes into that group, right? People are like, oh, I need to avoid potatoes. Um, and that's, I'm eating too much of that. That's why I have a weight issue. And it would be really nice to be able to blame our entire obesity epidemic on one evil culprit like carbs, but we cannot. Um, it's, it's way bigger than that, okay? And this theory that carbohydrates make you fat is really based on, on two, two things. Um, one, insulin dictates how fat or lean we are. And two, carbohydrates are the main reason that insulin levels go up. So you can see why this myth, you know, has, has grown. And, and, and honestly, why this myth is so widely accepted is truth, actually. And it, you know, it, in fact, it, in, in, in a way, it is partially true. And, you know, it's, it's, it's correct to say that some carbs, some carbs uh, spike insulin levels. However, whole, intact carbohydrates st actually stimulate a more balanced insulin response and consequently slower absorption of glucose. So there's evidence uh, that a high fat diet will elevate insulin and lead to insulin and leptin resistance um, in the brain and result in a failure to really um, appropriately regulate food intake, which will cause, you know, you to gain weight and body mass to, to increase. So there's, it's a, it's a much bigger problem than just, um, uh, bread and pasta. And that's the point I want you to realize that, um, you know, I think people get freaked out about carbs. They just think that, you know, cutting those out are going to be some magic bullet and, and it's not all right. The, Third myth is that carbs cause disease. And again, this myth is a partial built on a partial truth. So it, you know, it is true that if you fill your body consistently over and over and over again with these stripped uh, re refined carbohydrates, like the white pasta, like the pastries uh, and white bread, you do risk, um, you know, have a greater risk of health issues. There's, there's no doubt, such as heart disease and diabetes, that risk will probably go up. 
typically when you're eating those foods, you're also doing maybe other unhealthy things. A lot of those foods also bring with them, you know, a lot of salt and sugar and fat, right? So just know that it's, you know, it's, it's a combination again, but those refined carbs aren't giving you any benefit. There's no, that is certainly true, but, you know, carbohydrates, um, you know, so I guess in a nutshell, carbohydrates aren't your enemy. Those strip carbohydrates really are. And so when, you know, scientists looked around at the world and at, in other countries where that had the least amount of diabetes, um, carbohydrates actually were front and center in their diets. And secondly, they realized that it was, you know, it was the fat in the muscle cells that really interfered with insulin, preventing the cells from utilizing the glucose that was coming from the carbohydrates. So I just want you to be aware of that. So, you know, yes, carbs contribute, but it's not the only culprit. And whole carbs are certainly better for you and you can eat them. So just know that all carbs are not bad. Okay. And if you really value your health, um, you know, trying to avoid those strip carbs and really lean into embracing the ones like fruits and veggies and whole grains and, you know, beans and peas and lentils, all of those foods are going to bring better health to you. And believe it or not, those are all carbs. Okay. So really learn this distinction between the two, read your labels. Uh, you know, if it, you're looking at a grain-based product, it should say whole grain as the first ingredient. That's telling you that it's, um, it's an intact carb. It has its whole grain in there. Okay. So just know that there are so many good ones. Um, brown rice, uh, quinoa, whole grain pasta. So often my clients can't believe that they can actually eat whole grain pasta. And when they finally get up the courage to do it, because so for so many of them, it's hard for them to get past this belief. They realize that, wow, I'm really full. I feel great. And my numbers are all okay. They don't see the spike like they expected to see when, especially if they have type two diabetes. So just know that, you know, this, I want you to start understanding the difference between these and know that there's so many uh, good things come with the, with these intact whole carbohydrates and being able to eat fruits and vegetables and beans are, should really be the mainstay of your diet for sure. Um, it's going to fill you up. It's going to have your body use it more efficiently. And it's just a really sound way to eat for a lifestyle. So I hope you understand that carbs aren't the villain and uh, get out there and start reading your labels. Bye everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well, and you can show them you care about their health by sharing the, these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast, since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day.
Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide or click the link for three breakfasts to, breakfast to lower blood sugar in the show notes. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.